0: And I believe that that's
1: really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Gare Jones, the senior pastor of Vintage Church in LA. He's originally from Yorkshire in England, and we're going to hear a bit of his story today. How are you doing today, brother? Yeah, Matt, I'm
0: doing really well. Thanks so much for having me.
1: It's great to uh, hear a bit of your story. I'm curious to know a bit about uh, your background. Where were you born and raised?
0: So I was born and raised in the north of England, and my father was a pastor. He was a church planter at the time. And so really at the very early of my childhood, I remember kind of uh, being part of a very dynamic church planting movement and really grew up seeing God do incredible things. And that really affected my kind of foundation of faith, even at an early age.
1: And tell us about your faith journey. Were Were you always a believer or did you do the prodigal son thing? Tell us your story.
0: I think a bit of, a birth, a bit of both quite, Matt. I think growing up, I saw God do a lot of stuff and undeniably seen God do incredible things, miracles and people come to know Jesus. But it wasn't until my teenage years that I really made my own commitment of faith and found Jesus as a personal relationship. But I think what most people find is even then, I went through my own struggles. I actually really fell out of love with the church, not so much Jesus, I had some struggles with church. And in my early 20s, kind of had a searching few years to really evaluate what I believed, left the church, kind of lived the life of London where I was working. And uh, But it was after those three or four years of searching, questioning, I decided actually, no, Jesus is who he says he is, and I gave my life back to him.
1: Mm, good to hear. Did everyone notice the change in your life then?
0: Yeah, well, I think for those three to four years, it was really rejecting everything and going off and living the life of London now as a lawyer and getting into my career getting into partying getting into pubs getting into leisure and travel and all those sorts of things it was great but there was an emptiness inside and I think I just couldn't leave the Jesus question behind I wanted to get rid of it but eventually I had a friend who I grew up with who loved Jesus kept on loving me and hanging out with me and eventually brought me to a church where I reluctantly went along but it's when I went to that church I found the presence of Jesus so overwhelming that I rededicated my life to him.
1: Isn't it just massive, the, the, uh, the stats when you look at it, that overwhelmingly when people come to faith, it's through a friend, isn't it, hey?
0: Yeah, I think relationship. I think people need to trust a Christian. They need to trust someone to help them on their journey towards faith. It's never something we do by ourselves. Mm. But God always uses the wider community to bring people
1: to him. So let's find out a bit more of your story. So you, you studied law, you're working as a lawyer. Tell us a bit about uh, how you got into ministry.
0: Yeah, well, I loved my job. I was a lawyer, and then I moved into marketing for a while. But it was during those years, I was surrounded by people who didn't know Jesus. No one at work really was a Christian, or hardly any. But I loved and really wanted them to become Christians. And so I was passionate about it, and passionate about church, and started to run something called Alpha for my friends at work which was like a simple way that people could investigate Jesus for themselves. And I just got so heavily involved in that. I was helping at church. I was loving my career that I thought it was the best of both worlds. It was being in the world, being in the marketplace of salt and light, and seeing my friends and my colleagues come to know Jesus and loved it. But eventually, I was doing too much. I had my career, and the church was asking to, for me to do more. And actually, it was my wife who really asked me the question, Gary. Yeah, Do you think you're called to ministry? Do you think you're called to lay down your career and go into the church? And that started a journey of praying and seeking, which ended up actually me hearing, yes, I was to become a pastor.
1: And was that in the UK where you started pastoring? No,
0: by then we'd actually moved my job to Switzerland. I was living in Geneva, Switzerland, and uh, that was where the call came. And so we had to look at, okay, what do we do next? And uh, we ended up going to Canada, to seminary in Canada, Uh, in Vancouver and a great training there just to really provide the foundation for for a life of uh, pastoring.
1: Very cool and now you're based at LA at Vintage Church. Tell us a bit about uh, what your church is like.
0: Yeah so we were asked to plant a church and so in 2011 we planted the church in LA. We only knew one person and we went there and obeyed the call to go and the church we say is a, a really beautiful combination of all the great things of our faith. So it's strong discipleship, it's open to the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit, it's a deep community and a family field. And then, importantly, we love mission. We love to tell people about Jesus and see the lost come to Christ. And So we're really emphasizing those four things.
1: And, you know, I guess you've got a pretty similar story to Nicky Gumble. you know, former lawyer, uh, came to faith, and, and now he's reached the world through the Alpha Course. Uh, I know that you love the Alpha Course. Tell us about how you got involved with Alpha.
0: I think it was only because I finally found something in Alpha that helped me reach my friends for Jesus. I was trying every other method I could. I was doing friendship evangelism. I was bringing them to big guest Sundays at church. I was even doing kind of door-to-door street work, and nothing was working because times have changed. Those things weren't as effective as they used to be. And so I found Alpha, and it was the first thing I found— that helped me bring my friends on a journey where they could explore Jesus in a safe, non-judgmental, and non-pressured environment. And they loved it. And they actually, many of them came to Jesus, whereas all the old methods weren't working. And it was kind of like a sigh of relief that I didn't really have to do the old methods, which were pretty cringy and pretty cheesy. And Alpha was kind of my saving grace of this is what can be used to see my friends come to Christ.
1: And I know that you've been out in Australia sharing a message. What's what's the message you've been bringing to our nation?
0: Yeah, I think so many people like me have a heart for the lost, have a heart for their spouse or family or friends at work who don't know Jesus, but they don't know how to get them on that journey to discover him. And so many people are finding Alpha as a really effective way to reach people who wouldn't normally go to church on Sunday. And so I'm here to encourage people on why Alpha is a great tool for this cultural moment, Well, postmodernism, post-Christian society, why Alpha is so helpful. And then helping people run it. Lots of people run it. And it kind of works, but they're struggling to get it really thriving. And so we've had Alpha thrive at our church in L.A. We had over 450 guests on the last Alpha course. And we've learned some things along the way that we wanted to help share with people here, really inviting your community to come to Alpha.
1: And I think the good thing about Alpha is that, you know, it's non-threatening, and, you know, there's always good food, so people will come for a free feed. <laughs> uh, but then the question is, will they stay through the course? W- yeah. What are you finding about, um, you know, the drop-off rate and people actually going through the whole, you know, 10 weeks?
0: We've worked really hard to help people stay throughout the whole course. So we have about a 25% drop-off rate of people who start Alpha and finish it, which we've really worked and we've increased it from – it used to be much, a much higher drop-off rate. But we've seen if we invest in things like relationships, community, give them a really unmissable experience on Alpha, make Alpha an unmissable experience, and also really make it a really valuable experience for everyone going. What we found is by putting some extra things in, some tweaking it a bit, really boosting those values, people want to come back on a Wednesday night to Alpha. They'll fight traffic, they'll get babysitters because they really loved it. And so we've worked really hard how to make Alpha unmissable for a guest.
1: And I also believe one of the, the secrets to Alpha is prayer. Um, yeah. I've, I've found that uh, over the years, um, sometimes you'll just you know whack on an Alpha course and see how it goes, and, and you'll go, why, why didn't it work this time? And then you'll really plan in prayer and get a, uh, you know, get a great prayer team to intercede, and, yeah. and then all of a sudden you'll have all this amazing fruit. It really is the secret ingredient, isn't it?
0: Well, I think it's the foundation, and it's the secret ingredient, and it's everything in between. Prayer, because we're dependent fully on the Holy Spirit. He's the great evangelist. Only he brings people to Jesus. He uses us in our weaknesses. So we just surround prayer and fill prayer, uh, surround Alpha with prayer, and really undergird the whole thing with intercessory prayer throughout the whole of the course.
1: And one of the other things about Alpha that I love is that it reaches people at different levels of society. Um, I've seen you know, successful business people come to faith I've run business Alpha courses. Um, I've also had you know, people from homeless shelters come along uh, to a soup kitchen and we run Alpha there and people from the streets get saved. You know? Have you got any good stories of people from you know, different backgrounds who've come to faith through Alpha in your church? Oh,
0: well, yeah. I think just in my last Alpha group, we had a real mix of people in my particular group. One was um, a Reiki massage healing therapist who was invited to Alpha, had never stepped foot in the church before, actually found church to be really scary and judgmental, and so came to Alpha. And after five weeks, she was so in love with uh, the the community. She loved the message, and eventually she gave her life to Jesus, and it was beautiful. And in the same group, we had a business guy um, who was in the entertainment business, and he was dragged along to Alpha by a friend. But loved the open dialogue, actually found this is the only place I don't feel pushed, I don't feel preached at, I don't feel judged. And I kind of do want to share what I think and go on a journey. And at the end of it, he gave his life to Christ. And so just this beautiful journey that Alpha provides of love, hospitality, it's not preachy, not pressured, and people find at the end of it, Jesus is as irresistible as he has always been.
1: One of the other things that I really believe uh, God has used uh, with the Alpha course is the, the teaching about the Holy Spirit because mm. uh, you know there's lots of courses about the basics of Christianity, who Jesus is, you know should we read the Bible, you know all the, the basics of theology, but th- there's a real emphasis on the Holy Spirit during the, the, the end of the course, the Holy Spirit weekend. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about why you think we need to understand that aspect. Of uh, of what the Word of God says, because there's a lot of Christians that you know know Jesus, but they don't know much about the Holy Spirit. Tell us a bit about why that's important.
0: So, why I think it's so important is Jesus said the Holy Spirit was so important. He said, you know, wait in Jerusalem until I send to you another. I'm going to send to you my Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes to be with us. And so, it's the Holy Spirit is simply Jesus' presence with us. It's the Holy Spirit and. Jesus doesn't invite us into a a worldview. He's not inviting us into a philosophical understanding of the world. He's not inviting us into a series of doctrines. He's inviting us into a relationship. And the relationship, we actually encounter the presence of God through the Holy Spirit. And so we don't want people on Alpha just to receive a lot of head knowledge. That is true, because the Holy Spirit uses the truth to set people free. Mm. But equally, the Holy Spirit also wants us to give us an experience of the love of God. It's not just the truth, it's also the love. Romans 5 says God pours his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, when he walked the earth, he gave them truth, and he helped them experience his love. And the weekend is so important on Alpha, because it's then that people experience the love of God, not just hear about it. And it's so often the game changer for so many people. They actually go, aha, it's not just a different religious worldview. This is real. This is actually something to experience, and they fall in love.
1: The other aspect of Alpha that I love is that it talks about healing, and uh, you know Nikki Gumble and you know many others who've uh, been a part of Alpha over the years have seen many miracles of healing during the Alpha course. What about you guys? Have you seen any uh, any healing testimonies as well?
0: Yeah, we love to make space for God to love people and heal people in lots of different ways, and. When we make space for the Holy Spirit to bring the love of the Father into people 's lives he always does one of the ways is healing Jesus loved to heal, and we love to see that we in the last alpha course we had we had someone who uh, was really struggling with a certain illness, and we prayed and she felt a significant change mm. and she was so overwhelmed she was so surprised, which is actually why in the gospel sometimes they call Jesus miracles wonders because mm. they make people wonder what mm. is this <laughs> And it's such a great time to see people's hearts turn to Jesus because they experience him not only in the presence of love but also in healing.
1: So true. And we, before we wrap up, you know, there might be people listening that are thinking, you know, this Alpha Course talks about Jesus and, and you know, I've, I've heard uh, about this guy from England who, you know, came back to God and, and you know, w- w- what's all this about? Maybe there's people listening that have never actually heard the gospel. Would you share with the listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it?
0: Uh, The gospel is good news. The gospel is such good news that we all feel separated from God. We're all doing everything we can to try and get back in touch with how we were made and who we were created to live with, which is in intimacy with God. But the great news is we don't have to do anything because actually we keep on trying and we can't do it. But Jesus has come to bring us back into relationship with the Father. And the great news is, is that if we put our faith in him, we can stop trying in our own efforts And Jesus brings us into into relationship with God. He paid the price. He died the death that we deserve so that we could receive the life that we did not deserve. So the great news is God loves us. He sent his son to come and find us and bring us home. It cost him his life, but it was his great joy to come find you. And all you have to do is invite him into your life and you find the eternal relationship with God that you've been longing for.
1: Well, that is such good news. And, you know, if people do want to respond and want to uh, talk to someone about following Jesus, uh, you can contact us through our website, historymakers.tv. We'd love to send you a Bible and some information about following Jesus. Send us an email through the website, historymakers.tv. Well, it's been great to catch up with Jair Jones, who is the Senior Pastor of Vintage Church in LA. Uh, Jair, I reckon you're history maker. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate you coming on. R- real privilege.
1: Bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au Station sponsor.